It's time for the Kernel Mania podcast with Mike, Spencer, and Ace. Hey, gentlemen. What episode of the podcast is this? Six. Big old six. The big old six. six. It's Ace Bondaloo here. Spence over here. There it is. Right here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, freshly crunned. Freshly crunned up. Super, super. Ready high. to talk some Friday Night SmackDown. We got some real insider knowledge for you tonight. <clears throat> I'm sniffling I'm coughing. I'm doing all the grossest noise you can possibly do on a microphone. I have achieved them all in about 10 seconds, which is incredible. Uh, it was Friday Night SmackDown. Tonight, you're, sorry, you're doing better than me. I, I just, I just laughed and spilt water all over my laptop. So we're off to a great start. Hot start well, to I keep the pod, boys. I keep sniffling. Here's what's gonna happen. This is actually part of the podcast. I'm gonna take my headphones out, go blow my nose, and come back. You guys keep it going. <laughs> Fill me right, in when right. I get back. Yeah. All right. All right. So um, I guess I'll just kick things off by uh, just starting off with SmackDown. Uh, literally just half finished tonight, about uh, an hour and a half ago. So, uh, yeah, um, we started the night with uh, Alexa Bliss uh, having a moment of bliss with Braun Strowman. Um, I love these two. Uh, I, I'm sure Mike already knows that these two are two of my favorite guys, but the fact that uh, they uh, they clearly just enjoy working with each other so much, and they just they just have a. Oh, Oh, that's a lot of that's a lot of crap. yeah, dude, bro. One day He's I'm not good. gonna I'm, I'm I'm gonna do that. And I'm gonna come back not for like 45 minutes later, not till the end of the podcast. Like, so guys, I'm back. Why would you do this to us? <laughs> I don't know. It'd just be really funny. It'd be a funny bit. Uh, <laughs> all right. Anyway, I'm gonna continue. Oh, sorry, Mike. Um, I was just gonna continue breaking down the start of SmackDown, which was a moment of bliss with uh, Braun. Um, he had a, a good little interview with, uh, Nikki Cross, all of them champions wearing belts. Boy, does that belt look good on Braun, by the way. Just got to say that, boys. Mm. Um, but, uh, there was a present sitting in the corner. Oh, thank you for that. Um, there was a present sitting in the corner. He goes to open and he's like, oh, I don't play games with me, Alexa. This, we got the, the team little big, like, come on, we, we got this. What do you think? This is totally a gift from you. And it's in fact, not a gift from Alexa. It's a gift from Bray. And it's his old black sheep mask because he was the black sheep of the Wyatt family. So Wyatt's laughing goes off, and that's kind of it. He just kind of it just it's just kind of that, and he's all excited. Um, yeah, I'm very excited to see next next week's bit. It's going to be uh, interesting. I guess we can talk about all the things on next week's episode uh, later on after this episode's done, after we're done wrapping up SmackDown. I mean, whew. Words are hard, boys. Yeah, um, I really liked. Oh, you don't want me to comment on it? Keep, continue. You on. can Never keep comment. No, no, no. Comment, please. I need to take a breath. <laughs> um, I liked that Braun referenced Team Little Big. I thought that was cool right? that they acknowledged the mixed ma- match challenge. Uh, they rarely do callbacks to old things they don't do anymore, so that was cool. And uh, yeah, Braun looked good with the belt for sure. He did. He did. I can't deny it. He looks good. Um. 
And then the Bray thing was also absolutely awesome. The Black Mask, the callback once again that they're doing. Bray and Braun are just clearly doing uh, excellent work here. They're both really good buddies. I believe Braun is Bray's uh, godfather to his son. And they're just clearly doing the best what they can. And I, I, I think it's really... It's been good since, since Braun became champion. It's only week two, I know, but it's like a huge change over Roman Goldberg. It's a wild uh, swerve. Yeah, go ahead, Mike. Sorry. Uh, no, it's, yeah, just I agree with uh, both you guys. Like, uh, you're both huge fans, so am I, of both wrestlers. And uh, kind of like Ace mentioned, too, I just like the chemistry. Like, because they know each other so well and, and they've worked together before and all this other stuff, you know, the, the fact that they go back way back and have that bond like it just makes it easier to have a program together because you're comfortable like saying things to each other in the promos and i'm assuming they're gonna have good chemistry in the ring so it'll be interesting to see um what happens with that feud but i'd like to see it go till SummerSlam. personally speaking i don't want this to be like a one and done feud i'd like them to kind of draw it out a little bit and and maybe do like a make it yeah yeah, like Like, this could really be something you know what i mean like yeah. This could be something. Like, it feels like, you know how Roman and Braun is something? And Bray and Cena is something? Like, it feels like this could be something. You know? Yeah, I agree. 100%. Like, like a big rivalry is what I'm trying to say. Does that make sense, Mike? Like, do you get that vibe if they do it right? That's exactly where I'm going with it. Yeah, that's, like, exactly the picture I had in my head. Like, a big feud with a big blow-off match. Maybe another Funhouse-type match. Like, Oh, and then they take years off and they come back again. Like, I don't know. Yeah, totally. Yeah. They could do so many things with this. I really hope they, uh, they keep it what going strong. Yeah, I'm not going with what Mike's saying. I don't want them to mess it up. Keep it going strong. <coughs> do it right. Sorry. Yeah, for you sure. You can also mute your mic in the settings if you have to cough. Well. I've learned that. Good to know. Um, anyway, so, uh, I was just going to mention that they have already announced his, uh, the first title defense is going to be against Sweater Bray Wyatt, um, at TLC. So whenever that is a couple weeks from Sunday or whatever, Michael Cole blabbered on today about, um, but yeah, I'm kind of excited to see another Sweater Bray Wyatt. I mean, I think, uh, I think it could be a, a win for it and it could definitely build. So yeah, hey, that's, uh, he's that's the only time. undefeated Bray Wyatt out there. It's true. Want to know, baby? Yeah, uh, I like Wanna the know. fact that they're doing sp- in the face. Like, if they do sweater Bray now, it means that they can do a different match with the Fiend, and then yeah, do some other fun things. Like even honestly, like even if they did like some type of Hell in a Cell match or something, like I'd be super into that. It gives, any- it gives Braun the win here, and I like it because then it prolongs the feud, and it's like oh good because I want it to go on. I don't want him to get the Fiend right away. We get the Fiend too much. You know what I mean? Yeah. He needs to be an entity. Yeah, something that's like you have to wait for it. Special sort of prize, I guess, waiting. Like He's just going to be Ballard kicking out of those. Cool. He's going to get like four power slams and kick out, and it's going to be hype. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm into that. Oh, I'm into that. And Braun gets to have a lengthy ring with the belt in like more than a month. Oh, I'm into that. Man, everything you're saying is, is, is a big old yes for me. Yeah, but I want the – Fiend to have it at the end. Yeah, yeah. I That's could, what I I'm saying now. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, all right. Um, we shall see what we shall see. Uh, so we're going to move on to the next matchup, which is the most electrifying matchup on the card because it's included the Tamina train. Tamina versus Sasha Banks for a number one contendership or a contender opportunity. 
So if Tamina wins, she's number one contain can get a number one person to fight uh, for Bailey's title. Um, and so Tamina does win because apparently she's getting pushed now. So we all know someone that's going to be very excited when that news hits. <laughs> um, pop so hard, they might say. Uh, yeah. Um, honestly, there wasn't uh, too much to excited about in the actual match. Um, I don't really care about either of them in the ring, to be honest. So I didn't watch too closely. Um, but yeah, Tamina now gets a shot at Bailey's title at uh, TLC. Uh, any thoughts or comments on that one? Yeah, I think this is a filler feud, obviously. I mean, like, there's nobody left on the women's roster for Bailey to fight except for Tamina singles-wise, so it's definitely just going to be a filler feud. I, I feel like Sasha and Bailey are going to have their blow-off at SummerSlam, or uh, Sasha's going to win Money in the Bank, one or the other. But, yeah, definitely just a filler feud. Probably be like a five, ten-minute match at the pay-per-view. Yeah, I, I don't see it really going very long. Um, Ace? Got any thoughts? Oh, I could care less. You can move on. <laughs> yeah, okay. That's what I thought. I just wanted to make sure. Because um, the next match is about ex- as exciting um, as, I don't know, I was going to say oatmeal, but I like oatmeal. And this seems like it would be insulting to oatmeal. Uh, Seamus versus Denzel Dejournet. Um, I'm assuming it's French. I could be completely wrong. Um, anyway, this is apparently a uh, one of NXT's young developing guys. Uh, why he's in a match with Sheamus um, is clearly just to have Sheamus be bro kicky in the facey. Do that kind of thing. That's all that really happened in this match. I'm really tired of Sheamus squashing no names. Um, I think it's rumored or, or suggested that his first, his real feud is going to be against uh, Jeff Hardy. So if that's going to be the case, I'm all for it because that actually seems like it could be. No! Good-ish? No, it couldn't be Ace. Sorry, Spencer, I those are just old dudes. I would like to see it better than I would like to see Sheamus versus Denzel Dejournet. I if they got to have Sheamus there, I want to see him fight someone worthwhile. Can I say if there's one wrestler I only actually feel uncomfortable watching because I just feel sick when I watch them because I just think they're fucked? It's Jeff Hardy. Yeah, that's that's understandable. Like anytime I see him wrestling now, like at all, I just feel sick. I'm like, that guy's not gonna be able to walk, and he could just stop now. And I, no one else makes me feel sick when I watch them. I can't enjoy his matches anymore. Well, he's coming back for one more run, so you're gonna have to sit through another match of his at least once. Oh my god! Um, like, how do you feel? Isn't that your boy? Don't don't you feel that way a bit? Yeah, Jeff Hardy will always be my boy. I was a huge fan of his. He's honestly my favorite wrestler in the late 2000s when he got that uh, singles push. And honestly, I feel like this push for him is because of the situation with Matt Hardy and AEW right now. Um, apparently, Vince like wants to push Jeff to like convince him to stay in the company because he's got one year left on his contract. This is what our sources tell me. Uh, he's got one year left on his contract. And obviously, Matt said he has two to three years left, I believe. Last time the conversation came up, and obviously, like they would probably want to be together for the end of their run, like as a team or just like in the same company. So I, I'm not gonna lie; like I could easily see Jeff Hardy at some point winning the WWE title, like this year, and if not the WWE title, the Intercontinental Belt, uh, you know, something like that. And he's probably gonna beat shit. Like it's clear that they're setting that feud up. They had the Jeff Hardy like sort of like vignette thing about like his drug addiction and like getting through it, and they're gonna 
probably have those two fight. Like, I, I would hope a short match, and I feel like Jeff's going to win that if they're pushing him the way that our sources tell us. Interesting. Very, very interesting. Um, yeah, I don't disagree. I mean, I, I didn't see a lot of Jeff Hardy in the early 2000s because I wasn't a wrestling fan then. Um, but he seems interesting. I mean, his face paint, I, it really messes with my face, like my eyes. I can't really look at it. Um, so I don't think he's, is he doing that still? I didn't think he was doing that anymore. Oh, but baby, anyway. he's still doing it. <laughs> he's still do- oh, man, okay, it might be hard for me to watch his matches then, but that's just, that's just me, and that's fine. Um, anyway, so I'm just going to move on to the next match on the card, which was a Money in the Bank qualifier for the women's side, uh, Naomi versus Dana Brooke. Um, to my great surprise, it was Dana Brooke beating Naomi. Um, I thought Naomi had a decent chance of winning that match, the Money in the Bank match, that is. Um, which, should we pause now to talk about that stipulation, or should we like move on to talk about that later? Because that stipulation's wild. Mm, I think we should probably save it to the end, because we're going to have a okay. lot to say about it, I think. That's probably a good idea. Uh, I'm, where, just, I'm just excited. Just say what it is really quick, and then we'll talk about it later. Okay, all right. Because that's just um, stupid. Yeah, you're right. Um so basically, they are starting on the ground floor of the WWE corporate headquarters, and the Money in the Bank uh, briefcase is going to be hanging, suspended above the roof of the building. So they have to fight floor by floor from the ground up. I, don't, I imagine they'll take the elevator at times. I can't imagine them fighting floor by floor the whole way. Um, but that means they'll be fighting in elevators and just other silly nonsense. So it's going to be awesome. So we'll talk about that in a bit. Um, but yeah, that's that's cool. Uh, anyway, Dana Brooke moves on to get this match. Um, she qualifies for it. She also has a uh, match next week with Carmella um, for the tag team titles, which we can talk about a little bit later, if there's anything to talk about, really. But uh, anyway, um, now we have, uh, oh, the Sonya Deville um, tries to clear the air, she says at the beginning, but apparently she was changed to... Uh, want to ruin her life so now they're i guess they're mortal enemies and they're going to feud and anyway so uh sonya deville tried to beg for mandy to to be a friend and then was like never mind you're selfish and blah 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 um and dolph ziggler came out to try to get a second chance um but uh, sonya deville ruined that all by uh laying out mandy rose otis came in into the ring chased off uh ziggler hit him with a caterpillar uh, which is one of my favorite finishers in WWE. It's the, one of the most ridiculous. Like, who's just going to lay on the cor- in the corner and wait for this guy to do his caterpillar? But it's so good. Um, anyway, yeah, so that was just kind of that segment. Um, continuation of this feud de- changes it up a little bit by making it uh, divide the Fire and Desire tag team, which weren't really doing anything in the women's tag team anyway. So I'm kind of okay with it. Thoughts? Yeah, honestly, I just care only about Otis and this whole thing. That's my dog. <laughs> Otis and Tucker, man. I, I could care less about everything else going on with this. Just push my main man, Otis. I'm okay with the man you push, I'll be honest. Yeah, she's a good-looking lady, for sure. And, like, <laughs> you know, like, her and Sonya, I like that story they're telling, for sure. Like, like the friendship they have, how long it's been they've been together and stuff. And, and honestly, like, Sonya was fire on the mic with that promo, so... 
Yeah, I mean, that would be fun nice. too. I, I definitely agree with you on that point also. I just I just personally am like, Otis, what's Otis doing in the feud? Where's Otis going to be involved? I think they should book him to win the IC title, boys. Man, you got everyone win the IC title. That title's changing <laughs> hands a lot this summer. <laughs> Coming this summer, everybody gets a reign of the IC belt. It's the new 24-7 title. <laughs> And now the 24-7 title is the IC title held by Riddick Moss. <laughs> Riddy Moe. Knew it was going to lead into Riddy Moe. It looked good around him, baby. It looked best around Riddy Moe. Continue. I'll stop. Until he lost it in a in a neighborhood. Uh, okay. So next up we had uh, quite a wonderful match. Um, it was quite long, it seemed. I wasn't uh, completely invested. I was also trying to do a couple of things. Anyway, beside the point. Uh, Daniel Bryan versus Zaro for Money in the Bank qualifier for the men's side. Uh, very technical. There was a lot of like uh, reverse uh, submission holds and, and stuff. Like a couple times each guy got into submissions. And I mean, I, I don't. Okay, so I don't dislike Cesaro, but it kind of annoys me when the guys on commentary, commentary only ever say like two things about him how he's a technical genius. And he's one of the pound-for-pound pound strongest men in WWE. Like, I think Corey Graves must say that three times every time Cesaro's on TV. He's on TV for 10 seconds. I think he says it three times anyway. Like, that's he just says it all the time, and it drives me wild. It's nothing to do with Cesaro. He does a great job in the ring. But my God, does Corey Graves make me not like him, which is unfortunate because it's Corey Graves' fault. Anyway, that was a whole aside. Um... Very good match between them. Daniel Bryan finally gets in the yes lock. Uh, Shinsuke is on the side with Drew Gulak also on the side for Daniel Bryan. Um, Shinsuke tries to break up the, the lock, but uh, Drew Gulak pulls him out of them, throws him over the side. Cesaro, Cesaro taps out. Bryan moves on to the Money in the Bank qualifying match. Uh, I like this match. I know, uh, I'm pretty sure Mike did. I think Ace, uh, I, actually, I don't know if Ace saw this match, I'll be honest. So, uh, I'll let Mike take it. Yeah, if you're going to watch one thing from this episode, watch this match. It's just two absolute geniuses in the ring, two veterans of the sport, just giving each other a bully beatdown. Classic wrestling, great submissions from Debry, strengths from Cesaro. Just two, two brilliant Two brilliant wrestlers on the mat just getting it done. Tremendous match. And Debra's got to be a favorite for the Money in the Bank, in my opinion. Like anything he's involved in, you, you gotta give him a shot. I gotta think he's one of the favorites. I feel like I feel like just looking at it, I, like do you I guess we'll save it for a different part of the podcast. But um with the, the three raw qualifying matches this week, um, we're gonna know the field pretty soon. And based on the uh the people that are uh, even selected to participate in qualifying matches, I think Debra's got to be a favorite. Totally, I agree. I want Drew. I want. I want. I want Drew Gulak, too, baby. Yeah, I would love to see Drew Gulak in there as well. I mean, like that'd be a perfect. And then, oh, do you want to see him turn on Debra, or do you want to see them? Ki- or, or that's too soon. I mean, they already fought. Too soon. I agree. Let's keep them. Let's keep them pals. Let's keep. Let's say Brian is all like psyched for him. I'd be so pumped if That's Brian right. was just like, yes, 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 as well. That'd be cool. Yeah. That'd be hype. That'd be awesome. Be all over that. Anything and then Brian's going to win it from him. <laughs> That's just going to happen. <laughs> nice. Um, oh, also, I should uh, mention during this match. <coughs> sorry. 
that came up on me. Um, during this match, uh, there was a weird, or was that weird glitchy nonsense again? I'm so sick of Hacker Man. Let's uh, let's figure this out because it showed up and came and it like went on for a good like minute. Um, same exact thing as it did the episode before Mania when it uh, had just a hooded figure with the circles in the back, which probably Ali's logo, uh, or I mean, they uh, it's like Ali's Ali's hand thing. Um, so it's probably who it is, which is really annoying because it's just like it's not nearly as good as Y2J, and it seems to be that's what they're trying to make it like, and it just doesn't work. It just showed some pictures of like the, it said the truth will be revealed, and it showed pictures of like Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross. Um, did it show a picture of Braun Strowman? I think it did, and a couple other unrelated things. And it came up during a time when Dolph Ziggler wasn't on screen. So again. It it's going to no be about sense. Sasha and Bailey, and then it's going to oh. be uh, that it was actually our truth and not Mustafa Ali. <laughs> if it was our truth, I'd be so much happier. Man, who in I'd their right so mind? Who in their right mind doesn't think this is Ali? Like, I'm like seriously. And, and to anybody with any other possible predictions, like, like, what are you looking at? I mean, it's his symbol on the computer screens. It's like his body It's type. obviously Ali. It's, yeah. it's Ali, like, clearly. So why are they right. delaying this process that, like, has been going on for, like, far too long already? Like, it's like, it's just going to be an underwhelming reveal because, like, not to be rude to Ali, but he doesn't, he's not exactly, like, a top star. Like, this is kind of, like, this reveal is, like, something they would probably garner for, high, like, at a highly anticipated return or debut. And, like, it's just gonna be underwhelming, boys. Like I don't know if you guys agree, but I, if oh, yeah, man, it's it's probably if it's probably gonna be underwhelming. Like I don't, I don't really care. Um, the other thing that I really just bothers me about it is how he's got the voice modulator and he turns and he he just presses one button on the computer screen and that changes everything. It's like, yep, hacker man knows how to press a single button and make his computer do a whole bunch of things. <laughs> oh, such a such a trope and it's just so painful oh. anyway so yes that happened um, complain some more about it but uh, I'd lose breath um, King Corbin makes a statement backstage next by attacking our boy Elias my boy Elias I don't know if you guys really like him as much as I do uh, but he looks like he breaks his hand and smashes his guitar over his back, and he's yelling at him to. I don't like Elias stuff. at all. <laughs> yeah, okay. I didn't think you liked Elias. I was pretty sure. I what was the, what would I like about Elias? One, I don't even like when people bring out an acoustic guitar around a campfire. Why would I want it during a wrestling event? <laughs> he's the, he's a he, hipster. Because WWE <laughs> stands for Walk with Elias, okay? Oh my God, it says. <laughs> So he's King Corbin. This guy is a King Corbin fan. Everyone note that in their calendars. Ace Bondaloo loves King Corbin. Um, How I don't. <laughs> <laughs> if anyone likes King Corbin here, it's Mike. Oh, man. I, okay, well, okay. So I did say on Twitter, I will be honest. On Twitter, I wrote, like, I like King Corbin. I like the gimmick. I like him on the mic. And he's got legitimate heel heat, which is hard to do in today's, like, scene. You know, a lot of people just get over his face as if they're trying to be the anti-hero or whatever. Corbin genuinely has heel heat. It's just that he never wins. Like, you got to book him to win a feud every once in a while. He has no credibility if he just constantly loses <clears throat> every time he fights somebody. And again, in this feud, like, he lost. Like, Elias already beat him. And I understand it's like, oh, I'm angry at my loss. I'm going to get back at you by 
attacking you or whatever. It's like, but if you're Elias, it's like, move on kind of thing. Unfortunately, like, I feel the same way as Ace does. Like, I just, like, Elias is good in the ring when they let him wrestle, but they don't let him wrestle very often. So he gets boring because you know his matches are going to be like three minutes long. He goes, here's a song I wrote in five minutes. And I'm yeah. gone. Hey, I really do you guys like want to it. stop really it like now and do social media shout-outs, or do you want to do it later? Because I got them pulled up. Let's do I, got one more seg- oh, I got one more segment on, on SmackDown. This is the last match. Oh, we're almost done? Yeah. This is the last match. Yeah, there wasn't really anything okay. with, the, with um, Corbin there. Uh, but the last match was the SmackDown Tag Team Championship match between uh, The Miz, Big E, and Jey Uso. And it wasn't a ladder match? And also, it did one of the Usos shave their head? I can't confirm it wasn't a ladder match. I cannot confirm anything about the Usos. I don't know either of them apart. I think they both shaved their heads recently. I think. I'm pretty sure that Jimmy had a shaved head as well. Well, then that's just even more confusing. Thanks, guys. <laughs> um, Anyway, so this match what didn't have a lot of time. It was really weird that it wasn't uh, like a ladder match. Like I thought they had said it was a ladder match. Um, and just that was weird. But uh, it almost immediately spilled out onto the outside. Uh, Big E started, he knocked both guys down. And he started ripping the table apart, yelling at Corey Graves and Michael Cole. Um, like, you need this, you need this. Yeah, well, too bad. And he threw the monitor off. I thought that was pretty funny. Um, Anyway, so then he started to, he wanted to grab one of the guys and throw him onto the table, but uh, walked into a super kick by uh, the super kick maestro, Jay Uso. Um, and he ended up getting planted through the table by Miz and Uso by uh, double team. So that was fun. Uh, it goes back in the ring. There was some kind of uh, submissions, and I believe the, the Miz. Got Jey Uso into a submission, but then got uh, jumped by Big E, who hit the big ending on him. Pinned him one, two, three. Big E won the tag team titles on his own by beating half the tag team champions. Um, confused. Anyway, Mike has thoughts. Yeah, uh, I just honestly like I just don't understand what they're doing with the tag team division. Like I. So I get what you mean, like Spencer. You you kind of like like this, right? Because you wanted like the other half of the group, like the other half of the tag teams, to duke it out in singles. Because the first three got to do it already, right? Like you were a fan of the decision to do this. I thought it was an, a fun way to mix up a story that's been told a lot. That was yeah. my that was my thought process. So I, I you helped me come around, and I was like, all right, I'm into it. Okay, like I'm, I'm digging it. I can get behind this. Plus. Big E had a really good promo before this match. If you haven't seen it, I suggest you watch him. And this guy is, they just need to push this guy in a singles, singles run. Give him the IC belt. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> no, just kidding. But seriously, I'm a big fan of Big E. Anyway, this match just went too short. It was like, like you said, spilled to the outside. Big E goes through a table. Then it's just like finisher, finisher, finisher. And that's it. And that was disappointing. And like you, Spencer, I thought this was a ladder match as well. <laughs> Yeah, I, like, I thought oh. they said that last week. There was like it was a ladder match, and then all of a sudden it wasn't. I came out, I was like, what? Did they run out of time? Did they advertise it, and I just missed it? <laughs> I was I didn't like, get it. Was, it was a letdown, kind of. I was like, man, like, <laughs> what am I going to do? It was weird. So now I assume that they're going to have to have some sort of uh, 
real tag team match between Miz and Morrison and the New Day to like fully settle this. Yeah, that would make sense logically. They'll probably fight them at Money in the Bank for the titles. Yeah, and- Dude, the yeah, Usos are going to be there too because they're the Usos, bro. I can if see this is a triple more- threat. If this is yeah. a triple threat, yes. I'd be so mad. Yes, it is <laughs> another triple threat. Oh, they're just going to be like, well, oh. we want a shot too because we're the Usos, and you're just <laughs> and like, then the winner okay. gets to face the Forgotten Sons. Thank goodness. Oh, that's the match right there. They had a promo tonight. I saw it and I already for- we all forgot about it. Because it wasn't a very good promo. <laughs> I didn't it see was, it. I it was for- so, yeah. like, so vanilla cookie cutter. Cookie cutter Dude, cookie. it was like a bunch of grown men with biker beards hanging out at a kid's playground being like, we've been forgotten. But no longer. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, well, why are you still being called the forgotten sons? <laughs> you should be the remembered sons. Like, it was awful. Like, that was worse. And they than all the- look the same. It's worse than the sanity debut. These people are going to be just jobbers, like lifetime jobbers. Ugh. Well, yeah. I mean, they can't be worse than the Viking Raiders, so. No, they're not. But they're <laughs> if they needed Close. to make Hybrid 2 versus the Viking Raiders a triple threat, they'd call up maybe the Forgotten Sons right now. There could be worse offenders out there. Well, what I don't understand about this triple threat tag team feud going on is like, it's not like those are the only three tag teams left. You've got Tucker and Otis who can still get in there and fight. You've got Cesaro and uh, uh, Shinsuke who are tagged, who can be a tag team. Dude, Tucker and Otis don't care about titles. They care about pussy and that alone. Okay. Yeah, they're, just, they're, to get, they're, they're the, the Yolo County champions already. <laughs> They've already achieved everything you need to achieve. They were the Yolo County tag team champions. And that's all that matters. And mm-hmm. I'm okay with it. But yeah, I didn't oh, like. Do you guys want to... <laughs> Social media shoutouts, Ace. Social media shoutouts. Social media. All right, here we go. The first social media shoutout of the night goes to Paul underscore Palumbo, who responded to Mike's tweet that he referenced earlier. It's very difficult to get invested in King Corbin. He never talks the talk in the ring, solid on the mic, and has genuine heel heat but isn't books to back it up most of the time. Who here is invested in any capacity in a rematch with Elias? Question mark. Hashtag SmackDown. And that's when Pauly123 at Paul underscore Palumbo hit us with a gif of Paul Rudd on Hot Ones saying, not me. And we agree. We yes. do agree. Right? Wholeheartedly. Uh, <laughs> totally. Totalamont. The next social media shout-out goes to Anna Melissa 15 who is responding to my response, where she said, Imagine Cesaro with the Money in the Bank briefcase. And I wrote, They just won't do it because it's WWE. We'll probably be Corbin or something, ace from the pod. And she wrote, He always loses, so what's the reason to keep him? I'm not sure what we were talking about there, but we appreciated the interaction. And uh, one more who just uh, responded to me as well is, did anyone else love Bron's comment to Alexa about Team Little Big? Hashtag SmackDown Live. Tori Shepard, at Shepard Tori, said yes, exclamation point. I'm glad you dug that. Glad you liked that a lot. And also shout to our boy Lance Hoyt for continuing to like the tweets. Lance Archer. Appreciate that, that, Lance Lance Archer. 
I have a sick uh, Photoshop edit coming soon and a full feature on Lance Archer for the pod. Both of those things dropping at some point in the near future. Not going to give a timeline because I get baked pretty often and forget I was doing something. But it'll happen eventually. It's on the Happens way. to us all. Happens to us all. <laughs> Anyways, I thought SmackDown was pretty good. Pretty good. Do we want to do a quick look ahead to next week um, while I have it here? Do it up. Sure. sure. Um, just quickly. So uh, next week, uh, we only have a few matches announced. Um, a deep dive into the history of uh, Braun Strowman and Bray Wyatt. So they do a uh, they're doing a bit of a vignette, I guess, about their uh, their history together in the WWE. So I'm kind of looking forward to that a lot, uh, just a lot. Um, and then we have uh, Drew Gulak versus Baron Corbin qualifying match for the Money in the Bank ladder match. So uh, oh, please, Gulak, please. Yeah, we really are hoping... Oh, I hope Elias attacks Corbin, and they just prolong that feud, but Gulak gets in the money in the bank. Oh, that'd be hype, man. Mike, could you imagine that? If Drew Gulak (laughs) wins the money in the bank, I will go nuts. I will run around the building with just my underwear on. Just kidding, I'm not going to do that. (laughs) Nope, quote him on that. Quote him on that. (laughs) Clip it. Clip it. Can somebody clip that? (laughs) We get one That's the first video going up on the that. pod right there. That's the first video on Instagram. If Drew Gulak wins money in the bank, I'm running around my building in my underwear. Okay. Oh, we'll tweet that at Drew. If I can figure out how to clip that, we're doing it. Maybe I should do it with like a weed challenge instead, more fitting to the podcast. Okay. If Drew Gulak That's wins- if he doesn't win. We all have to do a weed challenge. Okay. If Drew Gulak doesn't win, we'll all do a weed challenge. If he does win, I have to run around the apartment and adjust my underwear. It's a lose-lose situation for the kid. There's no way he's winning, though. And it's, he's not even in the matching. So if he's not even in the match, we're okay, like, oh, great. Well, what's the lead challenge? Yeah, that's King Corbin could still win by by looking strong. Because you, you're right. He does need to look strong. So it could come at old Drew Gulak. Yeah, we got a lot riding on next week's SmackDown. We do. It's going to be a good episode. Because um, we also have Sasha Banks versus Lacey Evans in a women's qualifying match for the uh for the latter so uh currently in the women's side i believe it's um nia Jax, uh shayna baszler asuka and dana brooke so one of lacey evans or sasha banks makes that a even more interesting match i guess we'll see how that uh uh the card shakes out but uh we also have next week a title match oh is the uh, women's the tag- match gonna be the same I yeah so. i assume yeah. so oh. Yeah. Oh my god, dude. Yeah. Yes, bro. Even if it's yeah. terrible, it's going to be fun at this point. Yeah, yeah it's going to be it's going to be a shit show, but it's going to be funny to watch. I mean, like oh. So, have we broke down what it is yet or we're not there? I don't know, but dude, they got Jeremy Borash over there still, so. <laughs> and right in terms of something big production-wise, it's definitely Jeremy Borash, 100% of the time. 100%. Sure. I know that name. Um, I'm just going to mention quickly the last thing that's on this card is the Alexa Bliss, Nikki Cross defend the women's tag titles against Carmella and Dana Brooke. Uh, very random-ass match cobbled together. But uh, I think we really want to talk about the, uh, the Money in the Bank ladder match. So, uh, yeah, I, I kind of mentioned it earlier. But thing, uh, someone else wants- add an extra... Oh. Can I just add an extra layer to this Drew Gulak thing? Oh. <laughs> okay. Go. 
So if he wins, Mike has to run around his apartment, like run around his apartment building in his underwear really quick. If he loses, we all have to do a weed challenge. If he doesn't get in, Spencer has to watch the reverse battle royal. Oh, that's it. That oh. All right. Something all right. rides on it there for Spencer. And yeah. I, I get out of it because I came up with the challenge. Sounds good. And we have to think of one for you later, but I'm okay with yeah, that. We'll, we'll figure something out. No, 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 no. i got to be the impartial judge here for you two. Uh, you're not getting yeah, And then we can think of something oh, else I can for be you in the later. Next, dude, guys, guys, I can be the next month's challenge. Oh, okay. You guys are exactly. going to have to head on this one. All right. All right, all right, fine. All right, we'll do fine. monthly challenges. I'm into this, man. I, I can get behind it. We're not going to do run around the apartment under, around the apartment. Well, the good news, Mike, is if you did it now, no one would see. <laughs> Fair enough, except the security guy. <laughs> uh, just don't make eye contact. Really just... no, contact. You can just tell him, uh, hey, I'm trying to get YouTube famous, bro. That's what I would say. All right, that's, that's a fair point. I can't even argue with that. You'd probably just be like, all right, fair enough. But like, ah, uh, no one's going to know. Canada, baby. Canada, baby. That's where we all live. In the big country of Canada, just right yeah. there. We can't get any. That's as specific as it gets. Um, anything else you guys want to talk about looking ahead? I guess other than me cutting off Spencer when he was talking about what he was excited about to look ahead to. Yeah, I got nothing else. Well, I was just gonna say we should talk about that uh, that money in the bank match. Uh, the the uh, the corporate ladder, the corporate challenge. I don't even know what to call it. I'm oh, very, very high right now. Corporate ladder. <laughs> yeah, we can't end it until we talk about what we crunched up with. Oh, my goodness. But this name, guys, Climb the Corporate Ladder. Like That's what they call oh, it. Oh, honey, I love it. Oh, you Oof. know pictures? I'm trying to picture the cameraman, like, running up the stairs or whatever, like, while it, like, how are they going to film this? Are they going to have Dude, like, it's going to be pre-recorded. It's going to be hype as hell. Yeah. Like, I think it's going to be fun. <laughs> They could probably mount cameras and just have like cameras in like specific spots. Competitors what? already: Oscar, Shayna Baszler, Nia Jax, Dana Brooke, Lacey Evans, Sasha Banks, and there's one to be determined. No, Sasha, Lacey and Evans and Sasha Banks are fighting to next week to determine who's in it. Yeah, they oh, said that. One of, yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. And then. Uh, it's going to be Daniel Bryan versus Rey Mysterio or Murphy, Alistair Black or Austin Theory, Apollo Cruiser, MVP. MVP is winning, buddy. MVP is winning this match, isn't he, Mike? No, it's Apollo <laughs> Cruz. Well, I don't even have it. Why would you put Apollo Cruz in that match? Because he's What's super he going to do? But like he could do some stuff on the like the top of the tower if they do like moves. Okay, like so you want to hear Drew Gulak and all those people do the talking. You don't want to hear MVP be hilarious the whole match. Okay, it's a win-win. Like if they, like I think that it'll be Apollo. But if it was MVP, I wouldn't be surprised, and he would be. Funny. If Apollo wins, I'll be upset. That takes away from how fun it could be. Okay, nothing right. against the guy. He's just not very charismatic, and for what we're probably gonna get, that's what I want. I feel you. Yeah, I remember if he would make this. Neither match. of those two guys are going to win it. So if you're going to put one of them in. Yeah. Well, who do you guys think? That's Ace's pick. So I talked earlier. Okay, so you think, you think MVP is going to win it, or you think he's going to win the match? Like the he's gonna, I want him to be in the match between those oh, two if I could pick. Okay. Gotcha. 
I we'll pick I, our match winners later. Okay, so he just got a lot riding on Drew Gulak next week. Yep, that's correct. <laughs> Very correct. So if Holy he doesn't get in, Spencer, you have to watch the reverse battle royal. That it's might so be really bad. funny. Oh, but I, okay, all right, all right. It's I'm gonna see if I can find it on YouTube right now. It's easy to find. Yeah, it's super. Easy. Mike said it was. Yeah, I've seen. I've watched it on YouTube before. So if if they don't know what the reverse battle royal is, we should probably explain it. Yeah. So okay, hold on. Let's let's get through the explanation of the match that we're talking about now before we get to <laughs> other matches. Like this particular match, like what they've described at least on the show tonight, was that the briefcase is at the top of Titan Towers. So you start on the ground level floor, and then you have to get up to like the roof. I believe that the the briefcase is probably on a ladder, like at the top, like on the roof, and you have to pull that down. So it's like a heck of a lot of tomfoolery uh, going on here. The only match actually that I can think of that's similar to this is from WCW in 2000 when they did Slamboree. They did a triple level cage match, and it was there was that match is the worst match in wrestling history. Worst, it was Jeff Jarrett versus Diamond Dallas Page, but David Arquette interfered and won the. T- don't go back and waste your time looking for that. But if you want a match to torture yourselves with, sure, you could pick it. This match, if not for anything else, will be better than the WCW Triple Cage match. I, I'm looking did forward to it. They did the reverse battle royal twice. They did. Holy you know smokes. I've only seen you know one of them. One of you know who was in one of those? Lance Hoyt. Yes, baby. Lance wow. and Christian Cage. Hoyt. And Ooh. Eric Young and Jay Lethal and Sanjay Dutt. Those are all good wrestlers. And our truth. Yeah, and Christopher Daniels, AJ Styles, Robert Roode, Abyss. Those are all good wrestlers, see? And Spencer, the matches. That's, that's such a what if, hey? Like, if there had been actual proper booking in TNA, they could have been so much bigger because they had all the stars. Like, they had so many big name stars. They just, the stars that they had, like the styles. Oh, man. Just- they booked Christian so well there, dude. Yeah. Man, we're getting off topic, though. My bad. Spencer, what do you think about this match? You like the concept? I mean, I'm all for it right now. Like, uh, you may as well get as creative as you friggin' can right now. I mean, um, I can't imagine them fighting up every single floor of this tower. I have no idea how big it is. I assume it's fairly big because I assume it matches the size of Vince McMahon's ego. But uh, <laughs> um, I don't. I really don't know. Um, so yeah, I mean, they'll, they'll be fighting in elevators, fighting in stairwells, fighting hopefully over office buildings. It'd be kind of like die hard. Um, I'm here for it. Like, let's see it. Let's, let's get to it already. I, uh, I'm excited. Um, and in this era of, uh, really creative wrestling, this is really an interesting way to have, to really get creative with it. So here, yeah, that's my take on it. Um, if the match lives up to it, is it a whole other debate or, or point? But, uh, at this point, some of the guys that are, could be in it would be really good, and they would probably be good at the uh, next title opportunity as well. Imagine so, Alistair Black winning that one. Oh, would be a good one. Yeah, I could get behind that for sure. Ace, what do you think about this match? Or these matches, I guess. I uh, can't hear anything from Ace. All right, well, one other thing I wanted to mention. Oh, you were asking me about that match? I didn't know. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty bummed right now. I thought you said it was a good match, and you looked forward to it. No, I, I, what do you think about it, Ace? <laughs> oh, I don't know. I don't. I'm not really. I, I could care less. I guess I don't hate it. You said you were like five minutes ago. What the hell? 
What one? You said you were excited for it like five minutes ago. The the money in the bank match. Oh, I thought he was talking about Austin Theory versus Alistair Black. Oh my oh. fuck. <laughs> no. <laughs> we're talking about the money funny. in the bank latch match. <laughs> 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 oh boy Ace uh, doesn't listen when we speak <laughs> what a guy it just got quiet for a bit I don't know I zoned out it's all good brother it's really funny don't uh, worry about it yeah, I'm really excited <laughs> alright man's excited for it I love it that's all I got funny boy it's caked <laughs> ooh uh, so right. just quickly, like, so on Twitter, like, a lot of people on our timeline, at least, I don't know about, like, everybody else's, but on the timeline for Crundlemania on Instagram and Twitter, uh, a lot of people hating on this, not really digging this concept. And I'll add just one thing quickly. Ratings are at an all-time low. Like, they've never been this low. And I understand that there are empty arena shows, but when, okay, like, picture this for me in your head, guys. So, like, 95% of the population is at home. Like right now, like pretty That's much. That's a high. <laughs> I didn't mean the population. Uh, I don't even know why I said 95. There's a lot of people at home, okay? Like watching television because there's nothing else to do other than go for your walks and stuff, but you're not going to be, you're not supposed to be outside like for more time than is necessary to get your daily intake of, uh, of fresh air and vitamin D and stuff, right? So, like, there's more than enough opportunity to watch television and ratings are still at an all time low. So that's concerning. But my point to all of this was that I feel like this match, this climb the corporate ladder, money in the bank contract ladder match could change everything. Mark it, mark my words. This could change everything. Yeah, I'm excited for it. That was a big promo for it. I started to hike up. Um, Yeah. Ace, you're echoey a little bit. Okay, well, I was just going to say, I think we should probably uh, just talk about we had, what we had this evening and then wrap it up. That's a good plan. Ace, start us off, because uh, you zoned out for a good portion of this. So what did you <laughs> zone um, out with? I had a uh, Cove pre-roll, and it was 24%, the exact name of it. Let me just look. Let me just take a little peeksie poo. It was Reflect. And it was a big unit. (laughs) Nice. Well done. Well done. Uh, As for me, um, I had a a big old leaf um, tube of uh, Tweed Houndstooth mixed with uh, Vertical Cold Creek Kush. So a little bit of Sativa mixed with a little bit of Indica and... uh, Boy, was that fun. Sounds like a wild ride. I took uh, 75 milligrams worth of Take 20 edibles, and that was pretty solid. And I'm probably going to have a little bit more after we're done here because it's the weekend, and why not? All right, we're on uh, social media at Crundlemania, Twitter and Instagram. We appreciate everything. Uh, one last thing, Mike, you're going to be maybe releasing a special. Could you want to touch on that and when we can expect it? Yeah, so like I said earlier about the fact that like I have a couple projects on the go and I just get too baked and forget to finish them. This is one of those projects. 
Uh, I'm working on a, a piece on the sort of uh, unfortunate history of the universal title. It's basically been a doomed championship from the beginning. So I wrote on a voicer. It's done already. I just have to remove the voicer and put the clips on over for it. Uh, that's going to drop. I mean, it could finish. I could finish it tonight if I don't get too caked after we're done here. <laughs> if, if that happens, then I'm just going to do it sometime probably this weekend. It depends how much weed I, I smoke. Uh, it's I have no timeline. But yeah, that's what I'm working on. And like I said earlier, uh, big piece on Lance Archer. So those are the two pieces uh, on the works from uh, from me. If uh, I'm looking for the fans to help on, not the fans, excuse me, man. I'm looking for the supporters uh, slash fans, I guess, uh, to help out with uh, a name for these features I do. I want them to be something kind of interesting because like, I'm going to be like caked off my face when I record these voices, man. So it's going to be like, I'm trying to make this like chill bill. So I'm looking for like a name for these like sort of like feature voicers that I'm doing. So if anybody has any ideas at Crundlemania or hit our DMs, slide into our DMs and uh, help out a little bit. Appreciate that. Appreciate the support, everybody. Like you just talked for so long there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, ladies and gentlemen, we're out of here.